All right, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to Fearless Friday. I have the one and only Lupe, who is now called the Roadie Foodie, who I've had the privilege of knowing <laughs> for a long time. And he's done so many yeah. different things in his life, but I feel like a lot of them have been centered around restaurants and just the food industry in general. So we have, oh, this, yeah. we have a treat. This is an actual treat for you today. <laughs> oh, I'm the treat? Oh, the no. Treat. Oh, then, uh, everyone, get your money back. Get your <laughs> refunds right now. Good thing it's free. Good thing it's free. <laughs> so welcome. I'm, like, I'm waiting for someone to pop up in my door with like a Thresh Leche cake. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm so going to send you one of those after this. <laughs> yeah, all right. Love it. I you love like how it. I plugged it. I was like, Thresh Leche, my favorite cake. Oh Run my God. So good, right? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah. but thanks, so, thanks for having me thank you yeah. yes thank you for being here i'm super excited i want to know all about roadie foodie we want to know about you and your journey sure. and roadie foodie is literally a journey for you which is so cool but yeah, yeah tell about you and and how you got to roadie foodie as your as your new thing Ooh, everybody sit down get comfortable I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'll give you kind of the penny tour of, you know, fast forward to today. So um, I'm originally from California. Uh, I actually moved to Rhode Island by complete accident. Um, okay. Ended up uh, loving and falling, uh, falling in love with this place. Um, I got really lucky. Um, I was able to uh, get a job at a local radio station here. And I basically did media for about, I, I want to say like 10 years. And I always joke with the radio station because I'm technically on a leave of absence. It's just been oh. a really long one. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, my, so my friend, uh, Lindsay Idaluka fills in sometimes at Hot 106 and Pro FM. And she, today she sent me a picture of my mailbox. And I was like, yeah, it's because I technically work there still. But it's been about 11. I'm on like, what, uh, a nine-year leave of absence. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah. I mean... Um, so I was like, Hey, my box still there. I still work there. Um, so I, you know, I got, I got really lucky, um, um, did uh, radio for about 10 years and, uh, it was with DJ Buck. Do you remember DJ Buck from back in the day? He was like the, Sounds he was familiar. like, yeah. So he, he works in Connecticut now, but he was like Mr. Radio, uh, back in the early two thousands. And, yeah. uh, I got really lucky enough to, you know, get under his wing and he kind of taught me everything. And, um, you know, when you work at radio stations, they send you out to places, right? So they send you out to like, you know, a car dealership, you know, come win tickets to Lady Gaga, things like that. Yeah. Ooh. So, and, <laughs> and one of the things, yeah, right. I should have, I should have went. Um, and, but one of the things is, uh, part of it too, is that they would send us out to nightclubs as well to host the night, right? Hey, come join, you know, Lupe from nine to 11 at Barry's or Metropolis or something oh, like that. Right. Going back uh, I know. I'm bringing back mem unlocked memories. Oh yeah. Barry's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I miss the Barry burgers more than anything, but, um, people yeah. don't know that there was a, there was a nightclub out there that had a freaking food buffet. It was the weirdest, most amazing thing ever. Yep. And um, so, you know, I, I got, uh, I was hosting these nightclubs and then there was around the time that I took, uh, I, I kind of, I go through these little spells in my life and we'll talk about the current one that I'm in right now is I still have this California hippie inside of me that likes to just drop everything and just go travel and go mm -hmm. to national parks and things like that. So I did one of those around 
I want to say 2013-ish. And around that time, um, the nightclub industry was kind of taking a, it was kind of taking a dive. Um, There was a lot of regulations that were coming in. They took away like bottle service, um, which was employing, you know, um, cocktail waitresses, bouncers, security. I mean, uh, the nightlife industry was like, employing a lot of folks so uh i think i think it was the department of business regulation came in and you know basically considered it uh illegal so a lot of those same guys that were nightclub owners and managers ended up becoming restaurateurs they ended up becoming restaurant guys so you know it's one of those things like you know you network your whole life and then you know you kind of have to transition with things right and um you know, after a while, they're like, hey, can you bring people to come eat? <laughs> I was like, well, it's kind of the same thing. Let's just use the promoting instead of telling people come out at night, come out for dinner instead. Yeah. Um, so that's how I that's how I kind of married uh, from that into that. But the whole time we've always been, um, you know, completely intertwined with social media. Uh, one of the biggest kind of culture shocks for restaurants were, I remember uh, pre, I don't like to use the word panorama, Covito. Um, <laughs> Covito. So pre, yeah, pre-Covito, right? It makes it cute. So pre-Covito, I used to tell restaurants like, hey, you need an Instagram. You need to take photos of your food. Amen. You know how old school people are. Like We've been here for 20 years. And then COVID hit and it was like, my phone would not stop ringing. Like, Mm -hmm. we know a guy that know a guy I can put on. And it was like, see, I told you guys, you guys would have hit the ground running with everything because everything just completely, yeah, everything completely switched to, uh, you know, takeout and curbside pickup and things like that. But um, so around that time, uh, you know, jumping back into time, uh, a lot of the restaurant tours, a lot of the night night left guys and entertainment guys was it oh, I'd always stayed in like hospitality in a way right yeah. so it was kind yeah, of definitely. you know how how can we provide a good time mm-hmm. right and um so and then that kind of transitioned to uh I've always known Pat Cruz for a long time because of the radio she used to come in and like promote her women's expos and yeah. you know all of her expos and stuff and yeah. I always stayed in contact we were always really close and over the years we just got closer and closer and closer and then we finally launched the Taste of Rhode Island events, which unfortunately we had to put on pause for now. Uh, but yeah. we're looking to bring that back. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, we're, and know, we're actually expanding. If you guys don't yeah. know Pat, she is, I've been trying to get her on the show too, because she is like one of my favorite people on the planet. She's amazing. Really? Like, I love uh, that. I'll, I'll, I'll set that up for you. That's I you love think. it. I just saw okay. her a few weeks ago. We were at a networking event, but you know, she at a networking event. There was like a zillion people there. Oh, so <laughs> she's like buzzing around like crazy. I, yeah. So sometimes she'll grab me. She's like, ah, let's go take a breather. Let's get a, let's get a glass of wine. Uh, because those things, they are, they, she does a really good job of bringing around a really oh, yeah. nice yeah. mix of people too, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, in, in, even during, uh, you know, Covito times, she had to pivot a little bit too. So she became a realtor, right? Yeah. She's doing, she used her whole network and she yeah. basically hit the ground running. And I was like, you know, you did something that takes realtors like a decade to do. Yeah. She's like, well, you know, it's all about networking. And it really is. Yeah. So uh, we started doing events and things like that. Um, and then right when, uh, you know, when uh, COVID hit, um, we 
at the time, Roadie Foodie was doing a lot of free photo shoots for restaurants, right? Mm -hmm. um, we did them, we did them, like we would go to places, take really si silly photos of us, so like eating spaghetti and, but showing <laughs> the food in a really good light, helping out uh, places that didn't have really good photos. Yeah. And uh, it was a great way for us to meet restaurateurs. It's the only real time where you can capture uh, owner or manager's attention for an hour and just talk shop, right? Yeah. And they get so excited for that. And awesome. so when COVID hit, we couldn't do that. So we literally sat back and I was thinking, I was like, what the heck can we do? So uh, I came up with this idea, a uh, hundred local restaurants in a hundred days, YouTube series, yeah. and it took off. It took off like crazy. So, and we're still doing it now. Um, when was that? Like a year and a half ago or something I like that? I feel like we've been doing oh them a long God. time. I've seen a bunch of them and they're we fun. Have, uh, like, you know, you get to yeah. kind of, uh, you get to meet, see a lot of places that you wouldn't normally get to get out of the house and see and kind of experience yeah. that. And I imagine that's been really awesome for local restaurants too. Oh, they, uh, I, I just, I just did, uh, what did we do? Uh, Coisa Pizza in West Warwick. They were oh. so ecstatic. And I was like, uh, this, is, this is why we do this. Yay. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and it's so funny that people, yeah, it's so funny that people turn out to see my face, stuff in my face. It's just insane. But, um, you know, it, <laughs> and it's a guy. good way. <laughs> yeah, it's a great way for me to kind of reintroduce myself to the different parts of Rhode Island, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other day we drove down to Westerly to, uh, you know, grab some burritos. There's a really good burrito place down there called Bomb Burritos. And, you know, it's just, I find it fun. And yeah. uh, it, it, it helps out the local restaurant. It makes us feel good. We get a great meal out of it. We get to try a new meal from a new place yeah. because not all burritos are created equally, as I like to say. I believe that. Yep. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, so we uh, we were doing all that, uh, you know, 2020 kind of fast forward to today. 20, uh, 2020 was kind of a like spiritual awakening for a lot of folks. Right. Um, yeah, sure. It was kind of like kind of like, hey, what, what am I doing with my life? Right. Mm -hmm. So at the time, and too, um, um, I was like, you know, I, I need to I need to go get some fresh air. So I kind of took the same model that I was doing locally and I traveled around the US for, I think, I'm, I mean, I'm back now for a couple of weeks, but I'm going back on the road cause I'm having way too much fun. Yeah. Um, I've been out for like six months, but you know, still doing local content mixed in with kind of national content. Um, and just honestly just having a blast. Yeah. So you are basically making a living doing something you love traveling yeah. and yeah. helping restaurants in hospitality and making a living. Yeah. I mean, that's it, the holy grail. I'm, I'm literally living the dream. That's amazing. I love <laughs> that. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, you guys that are watching, like, if I could tell you, like, okay, this is what you should do with your life. Like, take these things that you love and just go and do them. Oh, and by the way, make an impact. Give back to charity. Because, Lupe, oh. I know you're you're huge on, on giving back, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yes and enjoy and be happy like this is literally the poster child like look <laughs> person. he is the poster well, i mean child. thank you but yeah i i, I so think awesome. what, yeah I, I think uh again going back to where uh, the word 2020 is gonna almost be its own word soon right it's yeah. it's such a definitive year um i know so many folks that uh you know you had the great resignation Right. And that's yep. still going on right now. Millions yeah. and millions of people have left their job 
And yeah. I think there's a misconception that people don't want to work anymore. That's not true. They just want to yeah. work for themselves. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of places yeah. were forcing people back into the office. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have friends who are like, wait, 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 wait. They were talking to their bosses. They're like, did my productivity go down? Like, did my quality? Yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. Nothing's going down. Okay. Yeah. So why would I wake up an hour before going to work? Mm-hmm. be stressed and uh, because we all know Rhode Island traffic and Southeast yeah. mass traffic <laughs> and have to spend more money buying a meal for lunch and then getting in traffic again and spending so much so you're, you're spending an extra $400 a month for no reason yeah. that's five grand at the end of the year yeah. and you don't get to you know you don't get to have your pet around you don't get the, the longer lunches it's just mm-hmm. so I think a lot of people kind of woke up yeah. in 2020. And I think people are slowly starting to wake up also and trying yeah. to figure out a way, how can I live uh, my best life yes. and do and do what I love? Yeah. Um, so you have to figure out there's an old, uh, there's an old saying that's, uh, you know, find something that you love and you never work a day in your life, right? Like, yes. uh, yeah. and kind of the kind of the cousin saying of that is find a passion and learn how to make money from it, right? Yep. Absolutely. So if you, if you, yeah, if you could find yourself at those two crossroads, um, and it'll take time, it'll take time. I mean, I really didn't, I really didn't, uh, pull the trigger, uh, until probably the end of last year on a, on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, so, but I gave myself that year and change to be like, okay, well, if I know where I need to be, let's start putting the pieces in place in order to make that happen. Right. So, and you did it. I mean, that's really, that's really the biggest thing, right? It's like, we can plan and we can dream and we can wish and we can hope, but until we have action, nothing happens, right? We always say the same. And, and it could have been that you went out and traveled and it was terrible. It probably wouldn't have gone that way, but you know, you could have got there. Yeah. But you took the step and that's so awesome. Right. Fearless, fearless Friday. Love it. (laughs) But yeah, but but you're absolutely right. I think I think the misconception with folks too, and I, and it was with myself. I, I include myself in this. Is you're always sitting back, right? And you're like, okay, how do I get the motivation before? Yeah. And what I tell folks is, you have it backwards. Yeah. You have to do it, and then you get the motivation to yeah. move forward. Oh, that's so, so good. That's the golden nugget for the day. So you, yeah, you have to. There's, there's, uh, there's just everything happens after that leap, right? Yeah. Um, so just get that. Honestly, at the end of the day, I think 99% of us, the only thing really in our way is ourselves. Mm, yes, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, the group is really a lot of um, small business owners, entrepreneurs. Sure direct sales people, realtors, you know, all of us who are on that, you know, that have that thing, right? It's like, we have this thing, we have this business and we have to do it because we know we have to feed our families and so on and so forth and live and, you know, do all these things. But it's like, to be, to be able to do something you love and then make a living from it and, and not be, fearful that you're going to fail or whatever, or it's not going to work to just jump in, you know, and it's funny because right before we got on the call, I was like, so in December, I jumped out of the parachute, right? So (laughs) be able to be that kind of person, right? And just jump into something that you love and you love doing and you enjoy 
and not have fear that it's going to fail because it might fail. Who knows? But you won't know if it'll work if you don't just jump in. Exactly. And the word, you know, uh, you know, to your viewers, um, we when we say the word jump, that's mm -hmm. such a subjective term, right? Yeah. So some of us jump from the highest peak and just you're doing one of these on the way down. You're like, yeah, I'm doing it. But you can also take little leaps as long as yeah. you're moving, as long as you're jumping forward. Like yeah. that's that's the whole point, because yeah. I think a lot of us, we always look back and say, dang, I should have started like 10 years ago, five years ago. I should have started last year. Where would you be? I and also, you know, not to get too new agey with everybody, but there's also a lot of power in uh, in manifestation as well. Yes. Envisioning yourself in a certain situation yeah. and not saying, oh, I can't wait till I get there. You almost have to envision it that you're already there and yes. you're just moving towards it. And uh, I'll, I'll stop there because this will be a whole other uh, episode on something else. <laughs> oh my God, but, I love it. Uh, we'll have to do a part two. <laughs> yeah, so that's on part two. Um, but yeah, you just, uh, it's your, your, your own, you know, it's that old saying again, you're your own biggest enemy sometimes. Yeah, definitely. So tell yeah. us about how, because we are a lot of people, we are like a marketing type group. So sure. tell us about how has, I know, I know you, you know, always have been recommending to the restaurants to use marketing, but talk a little bit about marketing, how you've used that, how that helps you make a living and lets you kind of live the dream. Sure. Okay. Um, so there's different type, like, I think, uh, you know, entrepreneurs and, and folks that want to work for themselves, we find a certain category. And then uh, within that category, there's going to be different revenue streams, right? So let's say someone goes to you, hey, we need photos, you can get a photographer for them. Hey, they come to you and say, hey, I need a videographer. You So it's never just one thing, right? So um, the way that uh, for someone like myself, who I think, I didn't know that this is what I was being called, but I was being called a content creator. Oh, so, um, and uh, influencer, I hate that word, by the way. No, stop it. I hate that word. Don't call it. <laughs> um, so there's different. So every, uh, every industry is going to have its own thing, but we'll talk about me specifically on, on this, yeah. on this part. Yeah, so, so for me, um, uh there's different things so we've already talked about the events right yep. so the events those you know those are uh revenue generating but with a positive good everything everything i'm going to list right now has a positive good to it as well a net positive yeah. so uh the events are great uh they showcase local restaurants and we do those uh we're looking to expand our events uh kind of section of you know how we make a living as well yeah. um Another one is uh, sponsorships, right? Yeah. Um, our, if you guys go to Rody Foodie's Instagram, uh, it is sponsored by, you'll see a lot of Dunkin' Donuts, a lot of Dunkin' content. Yeah. So uh, we're sponsored by Dunkin'. One of our, that's one of our biggest sponsors right now. Uh, we are talking to um, some other agencies uh, to, since I'll be back home a little bit more this year than I was last year. Uh, to do some more things. I know we're in the works of, I think, uh, speaking to um, some of the state agencies to promote like local food and things like that. So that's going to be fun. Um, 
which goes hand. I never do anything that's not organic, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, hey, uh, you know, Roti Fruity is sponsored by Toyota. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what the heck is this? <laughs> you know, like, let's just, I mean, I, I could spin it, right? We're all very clever. We're like, oh, well, I used the Toyota to get to the restaurant. So, there you go. <laughs> um, so sponsorships, event uh, production and promotion. Um, another one, another avenue too is um, like YouTube. So YouTube uh, is very unique in a way where you and I can post a video. And if you're monetized, if you're part of YouTube's uh, monetization, um, they sell ads on the video and they mm-hmm. give you a percentage of that, right? So, um, you know, if, if you're, depending on the type of industry that you're in, let's say you're a makeup person or you're a foodie or anything else, how do you monetize the different parts of your day, right? Mm-hmm. So with YouTube, I basically monetized my meals, mm. right? So I get to go to a local restaurant. I get to make a video for them, support them. I pay for the food, YouTube, you know, depending on how well the video does. Well, and we've been really lucky. We've, uh, we've grown really fast on, I think in about a year or so, we've hit like 12,000 subscribers, which is, Yay. I'm very humbled about and That's the really fun. cool thing too, yeah, the really cool thing too is uh, on our local videos, they're like, oh, everyone's typing. They're like, oh, we can't wait to visit Rhode Island. Like we're adding this to the list. I'm yeah. visiting my niece in Cranston. I can't wait. I'm going to go to that pizzeria. So it's, it's like this, uh, this perpetual, just positive, positive ball, snowball yeah. effect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, so there's pr- production, uh, marketing, sponsorships, and then YouTube is, I suggest everybody, uh, Gary V. I'm sure you know who Gary V is. Oh, yeah, He's yeah. one of my favorite guys. <laughs> um, I, think, I think what people are afraid of a lot of the times too is um, what others will think. Yeah. Right? Right. So yep. some of my videos on Instagram, I'm silly, but that's who I am in person, right? Yeah. And, you know, you have to get past this thing of caring what people think and just do you essentially. So good. Yeah. What I, uh, what Gary V taught me too is uh, same thing as jumping was subjective. So is uh, quality. So Mm -hmm. don't worry about, you know, if, if you're, uh, if you're doing a makeup channel and um, you're selling makeup and you either you own a boutique or whatever it is, and you're doing silly videos of you dancing because you like dancing and then there's makeup on your face, like who, like be you. Yeah. People are going to oh. gravitate towards you anyways. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, you know, slowly but surely you build an online community. And now as a business, you're, you're being able to, um, you know, have different revenue streams, not only in a physical location, but online as well. Right. And any business can be online. Any yep. business can be on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Just do it. Yes. It's, you know, it's very, um, you know, you have pizzerias now that are in small towns, but they've gained such a big following online or those people have moved away that they're able to ship these pizzas out now. And so they're, and I, you know, I, I try to stay up mm-hmm. on the trends and things like that with food. And some of these places are making more money uh, shipping out frozen right. pizzas right. than they are from the locals coming to eat. So there's right. always there's always a way to organically scale up. And I'm always thinking of that, too. Um, I have. Uh, uh, let me knock on wood here. But 
um, I'm actually going down to Florida next week and I'm going to be talking to a couple of folks down there of doing some food events down there because awesome. Florida and New England has such a strong connection. There's snowbirds oh, yeah. galore. I go um, down there and I'm, and I'm hearing uh, Rhode Island and Boston accents there. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I just left the cold, but uh, you guys came down here with the accents. I love it. Um, you know, and you know, the Red Sox, uh, you know, their summer camp is down there. Uh, I think it's in Tampa Bay or Fort Myers. I mean, you know, Brady went down to, to Tampa. So yep. there's just a really strong connection. So, um, um, so it's just about expanding and leveling up, but do it in an organic way. Don't just do yeah. it for the sake of it. There's a lot of things that I've said no to that yeah. had a dollar sign next to it. You have to learn how to say no to as well. Yeah. That's a big nugget too. Right there. That's a big, that's a hard, that's a hard it's nugget. So hard. Oh my God. Yes. That's like the hardest thing ever is like, I know, like, I know. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's what a lot of, uh, there's a lot of campaigns that, um, I just, um, I wanted to do, but I wouldn't have been able to do, uh, in my best self if I wasn't in Rhode Island. Yeah. Um, so I had to say no. And I, it was one of those where I was like, ah, <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's just keep yeah. focusing, just, but that's okay. But that's okay too. In, in a way that makes you kind of more exclusive at the same time. So yeah. right? there's always an, again, the, my favorite thing is what's the net positive. Let's just, let's yeah. just keep rolling. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that too, because you mentioned humble and I've always, you know, I, I, we've never, not that we've been like close friends, like we hang out all the time, but I've always, my vision of you has always been just a humble person who is always looking out for someone else and always giving back. And that's always been like, when I think of you, that's what I think of. So, oh, and I think that's, you're welcome. I think that's super I want I want to I want to keep you around. Where are you going? <laughs> I know, I right? Might, I might come work for you part time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We do Listen, we do content creation. Can that's no. We <laughs> we're looking to scale up. Here we go. Kim, Kim, we're going to hire somebody else. She's going to kill me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but no, seriously, we always do look for um I mean, we personally are always looking for for people that can can do the right thing for our clients, right? So one of the reasons I founded my agency was because I worked for other agencies. I worked for, I was a, a CMO type director of marketing for a corporation, for a you know family owned business. Then I went to the agency and then I said, you know what? I need to just be able to have my own core values and I need to be true to that, right? Just like you said, like you've yeah, gotta yeah. be true to yourself because if you're not and you're living someone else's story and you're living someone else's dream and someone else's core values, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So, yeah, but I wanted yeah. you to talk a little bit about giving back and charity. Cause I know that's like, that's your thing. Yeah, sure. I love so, that about you. Yeah, thank you. So uh, fun, funny that you bring that up. Uh, I'm waiting for the YouTube channel to get to a certain point points where um some of the travels include uh like a lot of because oh, hold on let me preface it by saying this back in the day um there used to be this website where you would type in your city uh and what you're looking to do and it would show you volunteer opportunities and i don't know what the heck happened to that website yeah. um they must have lost funding or something which is really sad because anybody yeah. could just go in there and say Hey, I'm in Cranston. I have Sunday from two to five open. What can I do to help out my community? And yeah. it would tell you, you want to read books? Do you want to collect cans? 
do you want to help, you know, feed the needy, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so, but yes, volunteerism, um, it's, uh, what year was it? Uh, so when I left the radio station, right, which I'm still, yeah, I'm still on a very long leave of absence. Um, so I left and I moved to South America for about six months. Uh, I moved to Colombia and it was one of those things where I think sometimes your not only your body, but your mind, your soul, everything needs a reset. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to, I need to feed my soul. Right. So yeah. I went down to Columbia. I linked up with an organization and, um, they did everything. They did everything from, uh, feeding the homeless to working at orphanages. Uh, I hate that word, but that's what they call it down there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there was this one program. Oh, I can't wait to be rich. Cause I'm going to go down there and like buy them everything. I they love have that. This one, yeah, they have this one organization called Abuelitas, which is just Spanish, like a cute word to say grandmother. Yeah. And uh, it's basically a home for grandmothers because the families down there, what they do when they can't, uh, you know, afford to take care of them or don't have the means is they, they just drop them off at this home. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was like, wait, they do what? Oh. I was like, you guys can all come with me. Um, so, uh, but they, uh, you know, we go there and basically all you do is just be there. And I think some folks, uh, we can do this. That's a great example for everybody in our own lives with family and friends, right? Just being there is probably what someone needs the most, right? So we would go there, we would, you know, they would paint my nails, I'd paint their nails, and we would uh-huh. watch movies, and we'd eat with them, and play cards, listen to their life stories, because sometimes they just want someone to talk to also, yeah. right, so yeah. uh, we only, we only went there once a week, I was trying to get the, the program to expand it, but like when it came to, I think it was either Thursdays or Fridays, I mean, they, the whole staff were like, everyone's talking about when you guys come every, every week, and I was like, oh my god, I would come here every day if I can. I love um, that. So, yeah, so we did a lot of, uh, we helped build uh, some structures. So I, I, when I came back home uh, from that point on, I was, you know, I made a promise to myself that everything I did was going to have some sort of uh, either volunteerism or, or helping out charity or doing something for someone element to it. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's what we've done. Uh, you know, you know, Ed Brady as well. Uh, yeah. We started doing. Uh, you know, we did a lot of uh, big Thanksgiving dinners uh, yeah. and summer barbecues for the homeless and stuff, which yeah. um, a local organization kind of took over because it got too big for us. <laughs> That's awesome. It got really big. I remember we did the first one was like, I think we did like 40 or 50 people. The next yeah. one we did 100. And now it's just getting up to hundreds. And we're like, we need like institutional help. Um, and it's real great. It's great partnerships. Uh, yeah, we team up with the May organization. They set up like uh, clothes um, and like toothpaste. And we ask local uh, barbers and, and, and salons to come give haircuts. And it's just a, it's a great day. So that's, that's, that's awesome. twice a year. Um, but I'm no longer that, involved with that because they, they took the reins. Uh, yeah. uh, oh my God. Um, is that the Rhode Island Dream Center? Dream Center. Thank you. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. So the Rhode Island Dream Center. Yeah. 
Um, and they do a great job too. They, uh, one of the, one of the things that we were doing too is cause they go out to all the different uh, shelters and give out food. Uh, we were, uh, we were challenging different local restaurants to like, Hey, do you mind supporting? And you know, I, I used to own my own little grilled cheese shop back in the day yes, so we yeah. would always give out like uh sandwiches and mac and cheese and stuff like that and yeah. so you know moving forward uh you know uh the events that we i do with pat too there's always a uh an element of hey there's a local organization we're raising money for we sell raffles we give a percentage of our ticket sales yeah. um just literally everything that you do can give back a little bit and that's uh, i'm waiting i'm waiting for um you know, uh, for the chance, the, uh, this is just YouTube. I'm waiting for YouTube to get to a place where it's making a ton of stuff, like a ton of revenue where we can do some really cool stuff with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, but right now it's grinding it out. It's just like, uh, listen guys, yeah. it's not easy, but if yeah. you just move forward and you grind it out, yeah, it's, it's, it's simple mathematics and it's simple science. You, something will come of it if you work hard. Yeah. Love that. I love that. I yeah. love the thing that I think I love the most about what you said was I can't wait to be rich so I can give back to everybody. Oh <laughs> my God. I, that's the kind of person you cheer on. You know, it's like I, I follow, yeah. um, you know, similar to Gary Vee, I follow uh, Grant Cardone a lot. And when I first, okay. When he first came into my newsfeed, I was like, this guy, oh, with his suits and his helicopter and his wife is like a Barbie doll and he's got a yeah, yeah. And, But when I really listened to him and what he, what his platform is and what he's trying to do and trying to educate people on financial literacy and trying to get, you know, people that don't have access to financial literacy to understand how to build wealth early on. Um, and different things like that. I was like, okay, okay. I'm starting to, I get it now. Okay. He's cool. Right. <laughs> but yeah. no, so we're definitely going to post your YouTube channel. So everybody go and subscribe because yeah. we want to push him up those subscriber links and get him. Go get that <laughs> yeah. It's just, you, um, uh, yeah. you know, uh, speaking of, you know, some creative ways, there's, uh, there's one, this, there's this one YouTuber that's really big. His name is Mr. Beast and uh, super smart kid. I am super jealous that uh, he has just so much great going on for him at such a, I think he's like 23 or something. Yeah. But long story short, he has, he has all these YouTube channels and he built up one YouTube channel where all the revenue goes to charity. And I was like, oh my God, see, that's what I want to do because it's one of those things where when someone watches, and here's the great thing about YouTube it's free. Yeah. You just have to watch the screen. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, watch the ad. You don't have to watch. There's always that little, you know, skip. Yeah. That, that's still, that still uh, charges the, the advertiser. So it's a great yeah. way to give without giving, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I love all those marketer guys. They, they just do a really good job, uh, especially, you know, you have to kind of weed out uh, the really good ones, but they're out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you're going to Florida. What's I'm going to Florida. Say it again. Foodie? What's next for Roadie Foodie? Yeah. What can we expect? Yeah, yeah. So Roadie Foodie, uh, some more traveling. Right. Um, we're hoping to uh, bring back uh, some of our bigger food events uh, this month. Yeah. I don't know when this airs. The, uh, oh, did Friday. I just mess that up? Do you want to? Do you want to edit that out? <laughs> It's all good. It's Friday, Lupe. <laughs> oh yeah, Friday. Okay, Friday. 
Well, so you know what's funny when you track like I I've I've developed like mashed potato brain because of traveling. I don't like yeah. I have a schedule, but I don't. It's like this really yeah. weird thing where oh I I can go 10 different directions i don't have to be somewhere at a specific time yeah so um yeah but the 14th uh we're doing our uh, we're bringing back the roadie foodie socials uh which is uh what we do is what what we used to do and we're just trying to get our wheels back is every month we would uh basically go to a different local restaurant in rhode island and kind of do like a networking but it's for foodies where foodies can meet up yeah. Um, and the restaurants loved it because, you know, it, it just, we would put like a hundred people in their restaurant. They're like, what yeah. the heck is all this? So uh, awesome. we have a backlog of restaurants that want to do it, but I'm not really in town that much. So I'm just trying to do them sporadically. Uh, yeah. But the one is at Yoleni. So uh, we're hoping okay. to bring that back slowly, but surely. Yeah. That's awesome. I actually just, uh, what else? Pat, Pat's yeah. different than that. <laughs> Oh yeah, so it's like cats, but like with food. But she has food at her events too. Yeah, no, I met the owner yeah. of Yoleni's. I met him. Oh, Yoleni. Um, yes, 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 and Alexandria. Yeah. 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 yeah of course. Uh, you know they have one in Greece. Oh really? Oh, it's so fun. Oh my God, the one in Greece is like multi-leveled, and uh, it's just crazy. And they, uh, I saw pictures of it. I was like. You know, I love Rhode Island, Providence, but I was like, yeah. "What are you doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> go back to Greece. That's where you, all the fun is." We're gonna see you go uh, international yeah, someday. Been, <laughs> I would love to go there. We've actually been talking about it. Uh, I was told I have to buy my own plane ticket. I mean, what kind of what kind oh. of jazz is this? Uh, no, but it's they've been really, really sweet. Channel, you guys. <laughs> yeah, right, guys. Please watch all the ads. No. Um, <laughs> No, but I'm excited to uh, to work closer with them. They've always, uh, you know, you get really lucky um, when you work with certain folks that are just, you know, they basically say, hey, whatever you need. Yeah. And it's very rare to work with a restaurant or a group of folks that um, rarely ever say no or have never said no. They're like, Luke, whatever you... Um, whatever you want, whatever you need. Uh, Granny Squibs is like that too. Warwick ice cream yeah. products as well, beyond restaurants. Um, I'm just, uh, Yacht Club Soda. Um, they're just, whatever you need, Luke. We know, we know it's, it's going to be good. And we know that you're going to, you know, you're not just going to drink it all. <laughs> Take it home and drink it all. That's so, awesome. um, so yeah, it's, it's what my last piece of advice for everybody is um, just, it sounds so cliche, but like, just like be positive and stay positive, right? Yeah. There's people, people want to be around positive people. People yeah. want to build people up and kind of the, uh, you know, another, another little golden nugget here is think about collaboration over competition. Yeah. That's the biggest thing as well. Yeah. So, you know, at our, at our foodie socials, you know, um, you know, you'll see other restaurateurs there. You'll see competing TV news station people there. You'll see other foodie accounts there. Um, you'll just see a really good mix of, of folks, right? You'll see media people, radio people. It's just, it's about, we're so small. We're so small here. And the things that we could accomplish if we all collaborated is beyond, beyond measure. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And the world is smaller now. I mean, look, 
we could be anywhere in the world, right? Right now, you anywhere and, and talking. So yeah. definitely, Mario, what the peak saying, eh? <laughs> I'm, <in the> Italy. <laughs> I'm coming to visit then. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's, and, awesome. and you're right. There's, uh, and here's the funny thing about uh, this is kind of a, just a funny sidebar, but everywhere that I've traveled to, I'm talking everywhere, I find, and this people will, will co sign this for me. I will find someone that has a Rhode Island connection. Oh my God. <laughs> Rhode Island is so small. We're like this little private club where if you meet somebody from Rhode Island or someone who grew up or went to school and they're always like, oh, is Caserta still there? I was like, Caserta still there. And you yeah. end up talking. I was in the middle of, uh, uh, I think, New Mexico. I was pumping gas uh, that was next to one of those like car wash places. And that guy's like, hey, are you really from Rhode Island? Because people would stare, like, stare at me. Anything past like uh, like Mississippi, Alabama, I got stares. I was like, oh my God, am I speeding? But everyone's just like, what are you doing here? But everyone, like the brave enough people that come up uh, will be like, hey, you really from Rhode Island? Is this a rental? And I was like, no, I'm from Rhode Island. And then we'll sit there and talk for like five, 10 minutes. You know, the grandma grew up there. They used to summer there. So it's just really weird. Yeah. Rhode Island is this really cool place that sometimes you have to travel outside of Rhode Island to really get yeah. perspective sometimes. And, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think well, the state of Rhode Island's tourism department owes me a check because I keep telling them, <laughs> I keep telling everybody, come down to Rhode Island. Come on I in. love it. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's so funny. Well, you know, yeah. Cranston, I'm I'm a Cranston girl, of course. Big oh, hair, yeah. you know. I might be yeah. in Westport, like but can't get rid of the big hair. Can't take the Cranston yeah. out, girl. So, you know, Cranston is, is so near and dear to my heart. I live near the St. Mary's Peace. Yeah. I always went to it. That was my thing. And, oh, yeah. you know, um, when Olivia became Miss Universe, I turned oh. around and said, listen, everybody, I've been telling you Cranston is the center of the universe, and now she proved it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, so. and, uh, one of my good friends, Ed, is uh, he loves saying that same, uh, you know, Cranston, because they, they just purchased the Park Theater. Yes, I'm so and, excited for him. Yeah, so they're looking to, oh. you know, kind of expand everything there. So, yeah, it is the center of the universe, yeah. There have been many times where I personally have said, Ed Brady is Cranston. And I really believe that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and especially now with the Park Theater Project. I'm so excited for him. I think that's such a great project for the community oh, and everything. So, yeah, some of the some of the projects and ideas that they've been talking about, I was like, I was like, you can't do that. And then yeah. he's like, watch me. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay, I, I, love I can't wait that. to see it. Yes. Yeah. Because I I'm so like that too. I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Uh, watch me do it twice. I'll take pictures. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love that spirit. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you so much Absolutely. for sharing your My story. Pleasure. It has been so awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed Lupe the roadie foodie. And uh, next week we have Josh Choppy, who is super fun. He's a real estate photographer, but he's also kind of low key a marketing genius. So he's gonna give us some insight on uh, what's going on there. I know we have a lot of real estate folks in the group, so that's going to be really fun. But Lupe, yeah. we wish you blue skies and beautiful travels. And we're going to put the link to your channel in the comments. Absolutely. We want everybody to go and subscribe and watch the ads because- Yeah, please watch the ads. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's all for a good cause. And I love yes, that. Yes, yes, I love yes. that. So thank you so much. Enjoy your travels and we will, maybe we'll do a part two. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I like it. All right. And then you'll have like to jump it. in the car. We'll have a meal together too. Oh, 
my god. Don't I get would shy. Don't get shy. That. I would right. love that. I love right, it. We'll I'm not camera shy. Hey. All right. All right. Thank you so much.